Go on and admit it. You have been putting this off for weeks, but I'm here to help you rip the band-aid off and let you know that you just got to do it. What am I talking about? Having that tough conversation with your best friend. There comes a point in any long-lasting, healthy friendship that you have to address the hard things. But when do you know it's time to do it? And how do you know when it's best to hold your tongue? Today, I'm walking you through an acronym that I've created and use with my coaching clients to help them determine when to have a tough love conversation. You're tuned in to Give It A Rest, the podcast, where we're giving tough love truths for the sisterhood. I'm your host, Danielle Byer-Jackson, certified friendship expert and author of the book, Give It A Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships. And when it comes to misunderstandings and complications within our female friendships, I am here to help you through it. We all have to do it. It's just a matter of when and how. When it comes to having a tough conversation with a close friend, most of us know intellectually that yes, there comes a season when you have to have the conversation. But when it comes down to the nitty gritty and we're face to face with whether or not to address some kind of nagging issue, it's almost a paradox of sorts. Because here's this person who we're supposed to be close to more than anyone else, somebody we are ultimately super comfortable with. But when it comes to this one subject, we get super uncomfortable. And ironically, suddenly they become the single most difficult person to have that conversation with. So I've developed an acronym to help you determine whether or not you should move forward and having a difficult conversation. Sometimes the answer is yes, you should do it. Sometimes the answer is no, definitely don't bring that up. And other times it's not yet meaning you should have the conversation, but because a couple things aren't quite in place, perhaps you should slow your roll and wait till everything aligns. So the name of the acronym is SET THE MIC, S-E-T, the M-I-C. And the reason I came up with it is because of a memory from college. When I was in college, I was the lead singer of a band And I wish that was like as cool and glamorous as it sounds, but we definitely played in tiny little hole in the walls all around Gainesville, Florida, uh, when I was attending the University of Florida. And it was such a rush. And one of my favorite parts of performing was that time period before the audience arrived. And by audience, I mean like 10 people and half of them being my roommates who came to support me. (laughs) But That time when we're setting up the instruments and we are doing a sound check and we're making sure that everything sounds good, the energy's high, my adrenaline is pumping, but before we can even play, before the keyboard can even tap its first note, we have to make sure our mics are set up right. Why is that? For a couple reasons. And pay close attention here because you're going to immediately see the parallels to our topic today. We had to set the mic because one, we wanted to make sure we were heard in the right way. We wanted to make sure our message wasn't lost. We wanted to make sure that they received our sound the way that we intended to play it. And we wanted to make sure they were able to receive the experience well. So it doesn't take a genius to make the connections between setting up our mics for our musical context and why it would be important to do the same thing 
for a tough conversation with a best friend. The S in the Set the Mic acronym stands for solution-based. Is this issue one that has a resolution? So I need you to ask yourself, is the thing that you're even bringing to your friend something that can be resolved? If not, then it can be interpreted as you merely venting or complaining or being critical. So consider up close what it is that you have an issue with. What makes you uncomfortable? Is it something that she has control over? If it's out of their control or their power, then what you've essentially just done is just complained or criticized. So the S in set the mic stands for solution-based or solvable. Does this have a possible nice and neat resolution or are you just venting and complaining? Okay. The E stands for environment. Are you having the conversation in a place that is conducive to listening? And this goes beyond just physical location. Environment or setting also includes timing. So are you doing it at a time that's appropriate? Not just time of day, but a time and a point of your relationship or at a point in the issue where a person would be more receptive to what it is you're trying to say. So let's talk about the physical space first. I think it's always best sometimes to do these kinds of conversations in a neutral territory. If it's on your turf, quote unquote, then while she might be comfortable there after years of friendship, it might subconsciously add a layer of dominance because it's the space that you own and vice versa. If you're in her home and the conversation gets a little rough, are you staying longer than you should afterwards? Or is she going to subconsciously have that play a role in how she responds because she's in her space, her territory? So sometimes just be mindful in general of the physical space that you're in when you have the conversation. Are children around? Could they be distracting unintentionally? Is the timing itself right? Because setting has two aspects, physical in the the time. So if she's fresh off of making some kind of mistake or doing the thing that you hate, then is it best right now to address that conversation? The next letter in the set the mic acronym is for tone. Let me address a couple different people here. Okay, I don't know if you follow the Enneagram. I'm not necessarily the biggest fan of it and I can't recite it, but it's essentially another one of those kind of like personality type test in which we can have more insight into how we operate what our strengths and what our weaknesses are okay so for my enneagram eights meaning those who tend to kind of say it like it is right i'm that that would be me i'm raising my hand we have to be mindful of our tone here in certain ways are we doing things not just verbally but facially in our expressions that are hindering the conversation. So if my tone is not right, meaning if somebody brings up the situation, like a a trusted spouse or partner or something like that, and I feel my blood boil when he even brings it up, then it's probably not best to be having that conversation anytime soon. Because I'm not thinking clearly. My brain is fogged by my my intensity, by my frustration. It's still too raw. On the other end, for those of us who are a little more passive, your tone needs to be one that is confident. If you can't confidently approach her with the issue at hand and you're going to uh, lace and sprinkle your message with a bunch of ums and I'm sorry's and but I don't know, maybe that's just me. 
all those fillers water down your message. So you're not confident yet. And if you're not confident yet in what you're saying, and let me pause here, I don't mean you're coming at her or correcting her or having an argument. But if you can't deliver it confidently, then you're not ready to have the conversation yet. If you're still unsure about what it is you have to say, then it's not quite ready to be delivered, which is okay. But wait until you muster the confidence, wait until you have your thoughts and your points together and you can deliver them confidently with compassion. And then my friend, you are ready to move forward with that tough conversation. So our acronym here, Set the Mic, has six parts. So the M in mic stands for motivation. Now, this one's tricky because we can always justify and convince ourselves that, oh my gosh, of course my motivations are right. But let's do some real self-check now. If there's any part of you that feels like you need to tell her how it is, or well, somebody's got to say something, so let me let her know, then in my opinion, that's not quite the right spirit with which to be delivering your message. And let me even change my phrasing here because it shouldn't just be about delivering a message, right? Because that demonstrates output, a one-way conversation. You really should be inviting her into a conversation. But if your motivation in inviting her is to tell her about herself or to finally let her know what we all think but no one will say and you're self-nominating yourself as the ambassador, then perhaps it's not right. So if your mind even sees it as a one-way conversation where you're letting her know something instead of exploring with her and prompting her with questions about, hey, why do you do what you do? Or, hey, help me understand my feelings because I was kind of upset about what you did, but maybe I just don't understand where you were coming from. If you can't go into it with that motivation to have an inviting dialogue, meaning two-way, then perhaps you're not ready. I, and set the mic, stands for investment, emotional investment. This is what we mean here. If you have not invested a lot, then you cannot take yet. If you have not made a bunch of deposits in your friendship bank, then I would advise you to be cautious about making withdrawals. Now, I'm all, I'm, I'm cautious sometimes about using that, um, parallel because I don't necessarily want to make a tough conversation seem like a detraction like a withdrawal like you're taking out or or anything like that however in the scope of our our feelings are we adding or taking from our feelings positive and negative that's exactly what it would be so if I'm a new friend meaning I haven't even invested a lot of time yet I haven't been able to pour in yet for her to see my intentions are pure and that I'm rooting for her then it might not be time just yet to make her face something difficult another scenario if I'm a friend who's always got something to say and I'm always saying my contradicting opinion then I might need to invest some positive exchanges before I make a withdrawal because I'm always saying what I think so perhaps I should invest positively before I go into a conversation that takes away there is research um, that was done with married couples but I believe that you can apply it with really any relationship and they studied married couples over a span of nine years, I believe, uh, to see 
how they fight and what their exchanges look like positively and negatively. And they found that the couples who lasted over that period of time, those couples had one thing in common. They had an average of five positive exchanges for every one negative exchange. The same goes for our female friendships. If I'm always telling her about my disapproval for her boyfriend or her choices with work or her life choices, and I always have something to say, does that balance out? When we keep that research in mind, does it give us the green light to be making another detraction? It's just something to keep in mind. So the I stands for investment, and I hope that you remember that when you assess whether or not you are emotionally ready to have a conversation by checking how much you've poured into her positively before you withdraw. And the final letter of the set the mic acronym for whether or not you should have a difficult conversation with your friend is C. And that stands for capacity to receive. Capacity to receive. This one points to her, the friend with whom you'll be having this conversation. Is she in a place where she can hear and receive all that you have to share? If you're bringing up a subject that she's especially defensive about, if she's in a period in her life when um, that difficult conversation for anybody else, any other reasonable person would be fine, but for her right now, there's some level of fragility that would hinder her from absorbing what it is you have to say with a reasonable mind. It might not be time to have a conversation. It doesn't mean your situation doesn't demand one. It just means the timing might need to be shifted back some. So kind of think of those factors with her capacity. Is she in a mental space to hear you? Is she in an emotional space to listen without defensiveness or flipping things around on you? Is the subject that you're addressing something she's particularly tied to or that she feels the need to hold very tightly? Those are just a couple things to kind of run through your mind in terms of gauging her headspace and wellness with the subject at hand. So I really believe that if we determine whether or not this issue is solution-based and the environment's right and our tone is appropriate and whether or not our frustrations are still high, if our motivation is good, if we have a deep emotional investment before withdrawing and her capacity to receive is high, then yes, it would be time to move forward. And then that becomes a whole different a different conversation in terms of what words to start saying and, and how to structure your talk. And in my book, Give It a Rest, The Case for Tough Love Friendships, I definitely walk you through that. But for now, the first step would be whether or not it's appropriate to even pursue it. If you need support along the way, we have a Facebook group that we just kind of put up uh, when the podcast launched that we're encouraging women to come to. This is a safe space for you to come and share your experiences. The Facebook group is called the Give It a Rest Podcast After Party. I want to hear about your experience in determining whether or not you should move forward with a friend in this. If you have a conversation, how did it go? But you have people to root you on. I am that person. And this community on Facebook, as it begins to grow, will be that community for you too. So pray about it. See if you get validation an approval, a prompting that agrees with your intentions. Yes, move forward. Yes, have the conversation. 
Yes, be confident, yet compassionate. Yes. If you receive that and you feel good about it and you have a peace about it, then my friend, move forward. You got this. And if not, and you're still struggling, please send me a message. You can find me on Instagram at Danielle Byer Jackson, or you can send me a personal email at hello at giveitarestmovement.com because I am here for you. I am rooting for you. And I would love to see you through this. episode was helpful for you i'd love for you to come tell me about it over on the facebook group called the give it a rest podcast after party you can also hear me run my mouth and give other unsolicited advice regarding your friendships on instagram at danielle byer jackson formerly at girl give it a rest so now i have switched my handle and would love to see you over there and as always you can listen to more episodes and read some of our research-based articles over at giveitarestmovement.com. I can't wait to see you over there.